Welcome to episode 75 of Iron Man Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Alright guys, welcome along to episode 75 of Iron Man Talk with Coach John Newsom and Bevan James Oz. How you going, mate? Good. It's three quarter century. Oh, 75. Okay. Yes. Uh, it won't be long, it'll be 100. I know. Do you celebrate 100 or do you celebrate 104? Why would you celebrate 104? Well, in theory, two years. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I'm always thinking, mate, I tell yeah. you. Uh, Iron Man Talk is proudly brought to you by... Coffeesofhawaii.com For all your coffee needs. Trybuys.com For all your... Try shopping needs and athlinks.com for all your social needs. We've got it all wrapped up, really, haven't yeah. we? That's so all you need, need in life. <laughs> Download your podcast, yeah. go to Try Buys, buy something, go to athlinks, get some done. coffee to drink. Yeah, tell you what, that coffee last week, you know how I ate all those beans? Yeah, I reckon they should be selling the beans to eat. I went and taught the <laughs> class with the girls' high school. And I was fired up, I tell you. <laughs> I was on fire. Like, what's this guy on? I was like, coffee's of Hawaii. But anyway, this week's show, uh, what have we got coming up? We've got a little bit of news. We've got quite a few races to cover. A couple of other little news things happening. Product Review Centre. We've got uh, the Art of Try we've been talking about for a while, and we're actually yeah. going to do it today. And then today's show is a little bit different because we've had a couple interviews. And the first is with... David Bowden. He works for PRV. Uh, he's a bike fitter extraordinaire. And so we're having a bit of a chat to him about you know the difference between road and try bikes and we're going to follow that up at some stage with sort of some more stuff on bike fitting and mm, that's a, a question of, we get often isn't it that should yeah. i go road or should i go try and yeah so he's a bit of a technical guru yeah definitely get lots of good feedback on that um and also bella comerford so uh good old bella one uk and uh, we had a really good interview about half an hour long with her as well so it's going to be coming up and lastly just a little bit on the comment Competi- competitions and yeah. a couple of comments nice so uh bring it on so anyway straight into it results the big woody the big woody I thought this race didn't actually have many people in it, but it, it turns out they had a good uh, 80-odd or something like that. So nice. race in the UK, won by Darren Treadway in 8.50, and the second was Andrew Davis, 8.52. Third was Gavin May in 9.31. Now, it looks like the times are a bit odd, because the swims are 40, so 42 minutes for the swim, biked 5.39, which would indicate it's pretty pretty tough, and then ran a 2.28, so not quite sure what's going on there. I think it is supposed to be iron distance. The guys are legend, that's uh, what's happened, mate. Yeah, that's what's <laughs> happened. We've got a, we've got a Kona, Kona uh, yeah, champion okay. on our hands. And uh, women's side of things, we've got Susan Turner, took it out, and then who else is there? What do we got down here? Maxine... Phoenix one there, probably Maxine Rabbit, second place, 12.49. And then old Kerri-Ann Wilson. Very good. Yep. Nice. Well done, everybody, all you guys have got a big woody now. Well done. <laughs> you got your big woody out. <laughs> you are a big woody. <laughs> Cold. Uh, what else? Okay, then we also had your Canadian. Canadian, and that is that one there. That's this one here. Somebody dominated the dojo here. and his name Dominated the dojo. was Rick Hallard. He did 8.57, which is obviously a very solid time. Really good balance race, 54-minute swim. Uh, 5.02 on the bike and 2.56, so brilliantly balanced straight yeah, 8.57, really. and won by an hour and 10 minutes. That is dominating the dojo, <laughs> isn't it? Wow. In front of Michael Edmund, uh, who did 10.06, and then Richard Turgeon was third in uh, 10.10. And girls? We had Sonia Audrey Bonin in 11.29, and then Natalie Feebridge in 11.37, and Helen Sissons in third in 11.54. Okay, so Owen Baggett, he did, well, what did he do? He did 
Oh, 11 through 91 closed sale. Right. But yeah, still pretty solid. Yeah. So good to see, you know, some non-iron distance races up there in Canada. It's only a week after Ironman Canada, so I'm, I'm picking a lot of people would have done it if they missed out on getting into Canada because that race fills so quickly. Mm. I think it's filled, filled already. I think it filled like the day day after straight. Yeah, that race away. just goes, doesn't it? Yeah. Enter as a pro. That's the trick. That's the trick. That's the trick. Okay, so uh, then we also had Kim Mir, uh in Ireland. Ireland. We had lots of our listeners racing over there. Uh, race favourite was Tony Delongy um, from Belgium. He won Placid, the age group race in Placid a couple of years ago, apparently. Yep. Uh, he came home in 4.02 in front of the... Brian Campbell. Brian Campbell from Northern Ireland and Trevor Woods, the local favourite from Cork Tri Club in third place in 4.06. Pretty close racing. Yeah, only two, yeah. Minute, two or three minutes in it. Yeah, nice. And the girls' side of things, we had... Down here we go. Katrina Bellinger in first place. About 4.41. 4.41. She dominated Dojo as well, didn't she? Look at this. Where's the female? females? Here we go. Down we're here. Aileen, Aileen Whitting. And about... 5.03. So about a 20-minute victory there. And then Joyce Wolf in about 5.07. Nice. Good old court club. Yep. One of our listeners there, Jack, got taken down by the girls. Did he? He had to have a little stop on the... Porter port stop on the run. Did he? The old Portaloo, mm. eh? <laughs> Wasn't any Portaloos in sight, though. Oh, really? <laughs> so... I was talking to someone about um, Gina Ferguson in yep. I'm in UK. Did you hear what happened there? Yep. Pun- yeah. Punched it and then froze. <laughs> yeah, and then they didn't pick her up. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, apparently she, they said, oh, you're bad luck. Well, you can walk back into town and we'll pick up in about four o'clock this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> and she in the end was like freezing and someone inside the road picked her up, which oh, is a little no. bit Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, what are we saying? Iron Man 70.3. And which one's this? This Singapore. is Singapore. So Ronaldo Colucci, he's the young 21-year-old demon who yeah. races Ironman, ITU, and 70.3s. 21. Fantastic result. It was reasonable prize money there. I think it was 6500 US for first. So it's, um, you know, you've got to consider when you only get 8500 for most Ironman wins. Yeah. It's a bit of a no-brainer, really, in terms it's of... It's a no-brainer. Yeah. It's a no-brainer. You want to make some money, you do the halves, <laughs> and there'll be lots of them. So... Ronaldo Colucci. Obviously a very fast course. Yeah. 449.59. Three, even 349. Oh, three. <laughs> Whoa, back it up. <laughs> and then Ronnie Schnellnick, Schildnick, uh, 350.39, so only uh, sort of 40 seconds in it. He won, what did he win? Oh, he won Ironman Switzerland earlier this year. And then a uh, good result for Stephen Bayliss, third place. Yeah, but Andrew John's a good mm, feat, isn't it? Because he's a pretty good half, isn't he? Very solid athlete. Uh, and then old Justin Granger back in eighth. So looks like a bit of a domination by um, Brett Sutton's sort of yeah. squad there. So they're all obviously on their way down to Thailand. And as as you'll hear in the interview later on today, their main sponsor is uh, a Singapore sort of based company. So fantastic promotion for them. And on the woman's side of things, Belinda took it out. Yeah, it's, a, it's a really good performance by her because the other girls are pretty handy athletes. You know, Miranda Carfrey, she... She does really well in the 70.3, and she was no, not even in sight, you know? Yeah, six minutes. Yeah, 4.11.23. So Belinda Granger would have actually got ninth overall by the look of it because yeah, tenth, yeah, tenth yeah. on the guys at 4.11.32. So fantastic result. Miranda Carfrey second. Christine Wellington. Yeah, that's a great race, isn't it? Yeah, that's standing. Wilbin's a pretty good bloody athlete. Yeah, and, and she's given her husband a bit of a hurry-up. He was only six minutes in front of her. yeah. Um, oh, and Chris, awesome. Christine work. Wellington was third, and she, what did she win recently? She won Ironman UK, didn't she? Yeah, she did. No, no, better won UK. Oh, she did. Where did Christine, Christine Wellington I think she got like third or something in the okay. UK. We've mentioned her recently. And interestingly, Yvonne Van 
Gleuken. Gleuken, Gleuken, Gleuken. 4-24. She won uh, Aldemira last weekend, so backing up. So I wonder if she's part of that squad as well. Um, obviously sort of heading over there and just racing every flipping every racing weekend. Yeah. <clears throat> and then we had Monaco 70.3. And uh, now this is a little bit slower <laughs> yeah. comparison. It's uh, very fast run times. I think Paul Amy ran a 69-minute... Uh, Whoa, yeah. that's impressive, eh? He's, he's a fast runner. I mean, as a... Still? He's, a, he's run about a 62, 63 half marathon. Um, oh, in the fresh, normal run, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was focusing on his running. So he's a classy runner. And uh, so we had Marcel... What's the half boys. marathon world record? Uh, well, Gabriel Selassie ran 59 minutes the other day. I don't, don't think that's the record. I think it's faster than that. That is just... Amazing, isn't it? Mm. I can only just bike that fast. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's man, I love that stuff. Okay, anyway, <laughs> Marcel Zamora Perez took yep. it out four fourteen. Ooh, you got that name, mate? Yeah, Paul Amy second. I do Paul Amy. sixteen. <laughs> you do third one. Okay, uh, Nicholas Lebrun. Yeah, close. Yep, oh, thanks. Four sixteen thirty two. <laughs> Pretty so, close racing. Yeah, so tough little course, and they're very tough on the hills. You know, there's not not much flat in Monaco except around the um, the sort of around the wharf. It's a cool place to go and race. You know. It, just be really built up and uh, and just rich people everywhere. <laughs> nice, just really... throwing money at you during the yeah. race. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of confetti, it's money you're just throwing it's, it at you. Uh, <laughs> lots of hills on the bikes. A very tough bike course. I'd imagine the run must be pretty flat just around downtown. It's so good stuff. And then on the just, uh, just with that, I wasn't sure what happened with Cam Brown. So if anyone knows yeah, what happened well, with him, well, and, and often they get maybe a, ninja. a stronger feel than that because um, Peter Reid, we got told, pulled out because he had a stress fracture. Um, Cam Brown, we were expecting to race, and they often get some other real big guns there. You know, like um, oh, what's his name? That other big gun. No, the guy who gets always about third or fourth in Kona, um, Rudd Kabiki. Oh, Kabiki, yeah. Yeah, he's usually there. So a little bit surprising that there weren't um, some some more of the big rock So is this a reflection of the more races, not as many athletes thing, or is this just Uh, not the year? I guess so. There are a lot of halves on, so who knows? Uh, Maybe the prize money wasn't great. I'm not quite sure, but we'll wait and see. On the girls' side of things, um, Alexandra Loisson. Loisson. 449. Now, she blitzed the run as well. She ran a 118, I think it was. Oh, so she won, I think she won Nice earlier. Do you think maybe it was a bit short? Could have been, but I mean, Paul Amy is a yeah, obviously. He's world duathlon champion, yep. um, so he's a very fast runner. Sybil yep. Matter was second, 4.51, and Christelle Robin was third in 4.52. I love the way you put Robin. you got to roll the R's Robin. you're talking French and Italian. Oh, mate, you're talking French. Oh, like Have you learned any more Italian? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, Oh, you're pazzo, pazzo. pazzo. Even as pazzo. What does it mean? You're crazy. pazzo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was 30.3 in Monaco. What else have we got on here? We're getting through our little list, aren't we? Um, World Championships in ITU. So tell me about it. I didn't really follow it. Well, Fernandez won, which wasn't too much of a surprise. Oh, he did um, win, did he? No, uh, Vanessa Fernandez, that's a girl. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I know. <laughs> um, so she, she took it out. She got in a breakaway on the bike and uh, just managed to hang on on the run um, from Snowsnell, who was closing down pretty quickly. It's going to be a bit of bit interesting to see how people react to the guy side of things. Um, a guy, Unger, a German dude, won, and he hasn't done anything really in the sport. You know, I mean, he, he's good. But, you know, you wouldn't really expect him to be within Kui of the leaders. You know, generally, if you look at a world championship race, you'll go, right, there's probably about 10 guys that could potentially win this. I mean, there's probably about another 10 or so that yeah, could probably be on, the, po- or be on yeah, the podium. Yeah. And so you, you wouldn't have been at all surprised if this guy had gotten the top 10. But for him to win, it was just completely, complete and utter surprise. Um, and he outrun uh, Javier Gomez, who's just been completely dominating the World Cup this year. So... 
It'll be interesting to see how people react. He had hometown advantage. There was 300,000 people in downtown really? Hamburg screaming them on. So that's got to be a huge boost. And wow. also for the German guys, it was Olympic qualifying. So you know, the first two Germans to cross the line were going to get the Olympic yeah. first two Olympic spots. So fantastic for him, but I'm sure there's going to be lots of people asking questions. So um, you're obviously kind of implying drugs here, but the thing is, is that the Germans, the Germans are tested like crazy. That's why I said to somebody last night, they said, oh, well, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the drug testing. And I said, well, look, if there's we one know. place you yeah. can't get away with it, yeah, it's it's the or, or very difficult to get away with, is, is Germany. So yeah. it is sad, a bit of sad indictment of professional sports that automatically we think, yeah. haven't heard of him, drugs straight away. Um, maybe. That's what a lot of people will be thinking, but hats off to the guy. You know, he performed on the day, and um, it was an incredible result. Hey, so how, I, don't know, I don't know anything about how the Q guys go. Uh Terenzo Bazzoni, who we've, we've yeah. Peter Reid talked up and who we're very um, fond of, op- optimistic about. He finished seventh, so brilliant race for him. Yeah. And he's going to throw a cat amongst the pigeons for the New Zealand selectors um, in two weeks' oh, time for, for Beijing. Yeah. Um, and then we had Bev Doherty in ninth, and Gemmell had a good start the race, but his plan was only to run about 6 or 7k anyway, and he just smoked the first 6 or 7k. Well, it's a bit like Ironman. You know, it's, <clears throat> if you do an Ironman as a training day, if you do the swim, bike, and half the run, you're not going to be that shattered afterwards. Why, why would you treat the world champs as a training day? Because ba- it's all about Beijing. For these uh, guys, world champs is secondary. Beijing, if the first two Kiwis basically get selected for the for Olympics, so world champs is there every year. And uh, But if they stuff up in Beijing, they're not going to get in the Olympic team. So all the guys are preparing for Beijing. And, and when's that? that? Uh, two weeks' time. Oh. It's going to be an absolutely incredible race because most countries have Olympic qualification on that day. So it's going to be very interesting to watch the dynamics of the race because guys won't necessarily be going for the win. Yep. They'll be basically racing against their countrymen. Yeah. So it's going to be just fascinating and fantastic for us in New Zealand because uh, we have the live coverage on triathlon.org and we'll actually be able to watch it. It won't be in the middle of the night. So. Um, just, just with that, two slots for New Zealand, is it, or three? It'll be three, so the third slot. It could happen on the day. They've got quite a complicated system of play, placing, yeah, yeah. Um, but it'll likely be two, and the third one will likely be qualifying in Malula Bar. Oh, there you go. Well, let's so get out of there, because it's Ironman talk, mate. Oh, Bloody hell. We're, we're good at that short stuff. <laughs> anyway, coming up this weekend, we've got Ironman Wisconsin. Apparently, we get given grief by not talking this race up enough. Oh, we've got to talk it up right now. It's only, what is it, must be about the third third year that's been held, I think, maybe third or fourth. Yep. Uh, so, tr- tricky little course, very slow day at the office. Um, oh, you got rid of the guys. Oh, sorry, no, here it is. Um, very slow day at the office, you know, the, the guys um, are often only going a little bit under nine hours, so it's a tough day on the bike, tough day on the run. Is it also a reflection of the field? Well, I was looking at the results last week, and, you know, Klaus was there a couple, okay. couple of times, and he, he wouldn't, often wouldn't run much under three hours. And, okay, you know, and he's a good in, runner. In New Zealand, he can, he's, he's run a 2.42, so I think that's a oh. reflection that it is um, quite a tough course. Yeah. So the number one seed is Dave Harju. He's won the race a couple of times, um, and so you'd expect him to be right Getting up Getting a bit on, 39? Yeah, but still, still. pretty consistent performer. Uh, and apart from that, you know, there isn't a lot of big-name guys racing there. It's a pro um, men's field of about 32-odd. Uh, well, when you look at the, the actual jobs, there's yeah. hardly any pro triathletes. Student, engineer, yeah. coach. Graduate student, <laughs> man vs wild, Business camera owner, crew, <laughs> porn star. <laughs> no. John Newsom, what are you doing there? <laughs> um, but yeah, to be honest, I'm not particularly familiar with a lot of the other guys racing. One person I'm going to be very interested to see how he goes is uh, Will Smith. 
He's uh, number 20. He's actually a guy I used to be in the New Zealand junior team with him. Uh, I thought you were going, no, 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 no. <laughs> He's also starred in several Hollywood uh, yeah. blockbusters. But, but anyway, I'll be really interested to see. He, he could do something amazing. He's just, really? He's a bit of a nutty guy. And uh, if he sort of, he's likely just going to go for it. And if he doesn't blow up, um, I wouldn't be at all surprised to see him win it. But I'd say the chance is Oh, he's based in the states now. He's yeah. a, he was a very good junior in his day and uh, and reasonable sort of elite as well. So, so oh, the one reason we don't talk up this race a lot is that no, you, you would have put F and you should have put W. Oh, okay, that okay, that's my fault. Back yeah. it up, back it up. Here we back go. It's time. Oh, here we go. We got like twelve. So small, yeah, small girls. Hillary. Yeah, I'm picking. Back it up. Gina Ferguson's going to take it out. You think she'll take it out? I think she's going to take it out. Really? Yeah. I think she was in the form to do very well in the UK, and she had a bit of bad luck there in terms of puncturing and then freezing her nuts off. Okay, Um, so to beat Hillary, she's going to have to do a a low 940, isn't she? Hillary's consistent in 940. If it was a a flattish course, I'd say yes, but I'd say, you know, yeah, Hillary will be the one to beat. uh, But I think that Gina Gina will outswim Hillary, and apparently her biking's improved significantly and I think Gina will easily outrun Hillary as well not easily but I think she'll outrun her so she's my pick and Ooh. she's going to bring home the bacon for the Kiwis well, I'm going to go there because she's a Kiwi as well but I know Hillary so I have that dilemma again don't I mm, you do. and I'm single <laughs> life is full of dilemmas it's tough for you isn't it oh, I don't know how I do it mate it's just <laughs> constant battle so it's I'm in Wisconsin coming up what else have we got coming up let's get we've got a uh, non-WTC race over in Germany in Cologne which is uh, it's actually got quite a decent field um, not that one not this one no that one there that one and compared to the list. list there we go here we go here we go okay so it's cool no, no, uh, oh. actually no close that one oh, down. close this one down it's, uh, there's something else on here uh, maybe go to the home page oh man you're killing me you're killing me so it's a Cologne triathlon and it's in Cologne it's uh, the Cologne 226 and this is so professional <laughs> um, it's in German give them a break they're, they're doing a lot of this stuff in English I found it on here the other day. Top athletes. Top athletes. There we go. This is a top athlete. So they have got some good guys racing. Andrew, Andrea Brady. Uh, now she, she she had that sprint finish in Ironman Germany this year. I can't remember if she won or not, but she has won Ironman Germany before. So she's a really solid athlete. Keep scrolling down. They've got pictures of all the pros. Yeah, so you can get to good. see them all. Yeah. Celia Kirch, we've talked about a few times. Yeah. She's uh, finished really well in a few races. She was based out in New Zealand for... Um, well, Paul Ambrose, yeah. third at Ironman, 7.3 in the UK. Yeah. Uh, keep scrolling. Keep Richie Cunningham. Oh, one, two, three, four. Happy days. There we go. There we go. He's uh, one of the better 70.3 performers around. Third place in the World 2006 World Champs. Exactly. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, keep on running. There's somebody else. I'm not singing Steph, today, Stephen, Lieb- Stephen Liebertrow is in uh, there. Andreas Nedrig. Um, so it's quite so a good, decent feel considering it's not Ironman, isn't it? Exactly. And, uh, you know, it's in Germany there's so many different dif- dif- long races and uh, obviously Rote is probably the pin-up sort of non-WTC race and these guys are obviously trying to replicate that a little bit later in the season and uh, we're looking forward to seeing how the results there go. And then we've also got the... Uh, the big man. The big man in the Czech Republic. Yep. And then we've got the Iron Desert Try in Chile. The Iron Desert Try. There we go. So anyway, in other news, the Ironman World Triathlon World Championships is a finalist on the ballot to become the world's best sporting event. Mm, so it's a bit of a voting process. If you go to triathletemag.com, they've just got a little story in there. And, uh, so they have which there. other events are it's up against? No. 
Okay. You want to go out there and just it's vote attention for it. to detail. <laughs> yeah. So just just if you're interested in uh, voting, I think it's a good thing. Um, go in there, vote. Put put a vote in there. Any any promo for the sport amongst um, sort of mainstream sports is fantastic. I think. So. Nice. Uh, just a bit of the thing for Christchurch athletes. We've got the guy from Striding On, John Ellie Davies, Ellie uh, Dennis. Dennis, who was yeah. on the show was it last week or the week before. Yeah, he gave me shit about <coughs> looking in the windows. I wasn't happy about that. And uh, never and do that. He's uh, he's come. I've got him to come down to Christchurch uh, weekend of the first of December to do a Striding On clinic. So anybody in the Christchurch area or anybody in New Zealand who wants to come, um, just get in touch with me via. Our I would have done it, but I'm away. I'm going to slam my M's wedding. Oh, goodness. Yeah. I'm in the, I'm in the I'm wearing a quilt. Oh, good. Yeah. You don't wear anything underneath, I'm I'm sure. not going to wear anything underneath it because I'm single. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's also, um, Ali was giving us some crap as well on email because we didn't talk up Wellington and he said it's a lovely place to live and train. Get over it, and, man. Uh, Come live in Christchurch. Yeah, exactly. When you're in December, you'll see what you're missing. Um, I'm in talk jerseys. Now, we've had a couple issues of uh, sending the jerseys out to a few people. Bloody posties uh, have lost them. Po- po- we've lost a couple of posties jerseys. Anyway, we've had issues, but we're sorting it out for those guys. But in doing that, we're going to put a quick order together um, for some new jerseys. Now, if you want a new jersey, you must get an order into us by Sunday the 9th of September, which means you're pretty much you're, as soon this as you way. hear this, you've got to email us and get it through us. We're only going to do a short order because we've just got to print off a couple more for the people who didn't actually get this delivered. So, um, Email us at ironmantalk at gmail.com. Just, yep. uh, the cost is $115 New Zealand plus postage. Uh, if you just email us saying you want one, I'll send you an order form and you just pay by PayPal. Yep. Uh, the, the delivery time takes them four, uh, maximum of four weeks to make them and then we'll ship them out after that. And when we say Sunday the 9th, we mean Sunday the 9th New Zealand time. So yep. um, basically if you're keen to get one, and they're really cool, like everyone seems to love them. Oh yeah. Lots of photos coming in, which we love, uh, so it's, it's all good. Uh, Tribuys, the winner from the Tribuys first website thing was Angela Sammons from yeah. Stirling up in Scotland. Nice. So she may have done that race last weekend. She might. Come here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but Kimia is in Ireland and she's in Scotland. Oh, that's so. true. <laughs> so she may still have done it though. <laughs> she's hardcore. I'm sure she did. Anyway, I chucked something in the post to Angela yesterday. She's got a uh, fuel belt cap and a pair oh. of blue 70 goggles. Oh, very good. Well done. Go. And uh, John's, John gave me a photo of his. <laughs> so I haven't got it here right now, but. It's a serious. John sent me through a photo of some old school. Do you want yeah. to tell the story about it, mate? We, there used to be a race, and when we used to race in France, we, the main race at the end of the year was the um, interclub f- French tri champs, and it was basically a seven-man team time trial. And we had a bit of a rock star team. Um, we had Craig Alexander, Bevan Doherty, um, myself, uh, another Aussie guy called Chris Lee. Not the one we, uh, the, not the Iron, Iron Man guy, but another guy, Chris Lee, who was a very talented runner. And then we had a couple of other guys, and uh, <clears throat> we had the most horrible uniforms. <laughs> so I thought Bevan might fight, get a bit of entertainment value. What I that. found really funny about it was that you were so short compared to everyone. You looked like mini-me. It, it was beautiful. So we put in a photo on the website this week. You're not that short, are you? No. I, mean, I think it's kind of skewed, because the guys are standing next to me, they're, they're big six-foot-plus guys. You do. You look like mini-me. I can't uh, correct. I tell you what, it, was one, it was one of the more memorable days in my triathlon career because it's a sprint distance triathlon and you, it's, it, it's, you have seven people start and it's the first five across the line so yep. you can effectively drop two people and uh, we had one Frenchie on our team the rest of us all had European passports so we kind of counted as, as locals yep. and uh, we dropped the Frenchie in the swim by mistake and we looked around after the swim and said bugger that we're not waiting for him we're just going to go yeah 
And you uh, were suffering, were you? No, I was all right. But um, we had actually two of the guys had New Zealand passports. So we had to drop one of them on the run because oh, okay. we had Bevan Doherty and another guy called James Beach. And so we're riding along, and then one of our legitimate guys, Chris Lee, gets a puncture on the bike. Oh. So we had to do a wheel change and swap around wheels with um, Bevan. Had to give up his wheel to the other guy, and so we lost quite a bit of time doing that. And then I was the weakest runner on the team, so I had to sit in for the second half of the bike. It was only 20K. Yeah. And then uh, we get off the bikes, and the guy, I just grabbed my shoes, and I just sprinted. And it took the guys like 2Ks to catch me up. And we just ran it, and probably the fastest I've ever run in a triathlon. And we just nailed it, and we, uh, we ended up doing pretty well. But uh, it's a great fun racing doing team trial oh, trials. Check out imentalk.com this week because the photo's beautiful. Mm. Mini me in, on fire. <laughs> we're not going to go over the discussion this week because we've kind of uh, got a couple of interviews that are quite long. And this has been a really big discussion, hasn't it? So mm. if you have, you have a look on it, <laughs> it's getting quite personal. <laughs> I, I looked on the set after one day and it was like 15 comments and I thought, whoa, oh, here we there's, go. There's a bit of anger happening between our listeners. Just remember, we love each other. Yeah. So uh, check it out. There's 24 comments to date. Oh, so feel, yeah, feel free to go on and add more to the discussion and we'll cover that in a big way next week but anyway let's move on product review center slash website of the week see what we did there yeah we did mate we're innovators innovators we are really Anyway, this is a, a, if you've looked at our website over the last little while, you'll see some tops we're wearing on there. Oh, we are looking hot. Long sleeve t-shirts. Oh. They're called Art of Try, um, the company, artoftry.com. Yep. Uh, T-R-I, that is, obviously. Yep. Uh, now, we, we got this. We got an email sent in. I can't actually remember who it was from, uh, saying, check this out for a website of the week. So I thought, well, check it out. We obviously don't want to go endorsing things we don't know anything about. So I popped the guy an email and said, look, um, do you want to flick us a couple of tops and we can sort of have a look at them and review them on the podcast? Yep. And the guy's been absolutely fantastic. He sent us a couple of tops each. I'm not much of a clothing guy. I don't get too excited about clothing, but I genuinely... Been pre- every time every time we've recorded Iron Man talk over last month, John's had his top on. Yeah, it's been smelling good. <laughs> it's been no, smelling good. It's, uh, I really, really like the tops. Um, it, it's Last week we talked a lot about sort of eco-friendly type things, and this company is eco-friendly down to the earth. Yeah, um, so in a just, big way. And like Toby on his blog, yeah. he actually promoted uh, Try. Nice. Mm. Well, that, that's because it's his business, so he probably... No, no, Toby, it. Toby... Oh, Toby. Oh, yeah, Toby. Eco, yeah. Well, the guy who, who runs our Try is also called Toby. Uh, uh, maybe it's the same Toby. Maybe it is. <laughs> uh, so th- th- this is why they say on the website. We offer quality, 100% organic, casual clothing that captures the spirit, passion, and dedication of Ironman triathletes and triathlon enthusiasts over the world. Art of Triathlon clothing is the ideal choice for post and pre-trace sessions, pre-training sessions, and must and a must-have for Triathlon Day. Our clothing reflects the pride we feel in our performance and the exhilaration we experience when we cross the finish line, whatever our time, whatever the event. Um, Art of Tri clothing is made from 100% organic cotton and packaged using 100% biodegradable materials. Nice. Um, so it's a great product. They've basically got long sleeve t-shirts, short sleeve t-shirts, and uh, and hoodies. There's a few really great things about them. Um, obviously, they're eco-friendly. Yep. Um, they, they promote the, the history of the sport, eh? Like a lot of their branding is around the that's, history. That's what I think is really cool, is because the tops we've got, that you'll see that says Hawaii 78. In 1978 was the first year they held Hawaii. Yep. And the other tops that we've got, which I think are also brilliant, and something I didn't know about, was the Mission Bay 74. Yep. The reason why it's Mission Bay 74 is that is where the first um, triathlon, sort of official triathlon, was ever held. Yep. So he's got a few other brands, but those are the two that I really like the look of, um, because they are, they're promoting the spirit. And, and you know, I like sport. design. Uh, you know what I'm like with kind of labels and stuff and, and it's really cool gear like as John was saying it's 
like it's nice you want to wear it and it, i don't know it's kind of it's nice fitting like it seems to you know often you buy t-shirts and they're way too big or way too small and and obviously that's kind of thought of the triathlete's body and really designed the, the fitting around that and i like that um i think it's reasonably priced yeah yeah, yeah, yeah real reasonably yeah. priced like the hoodies and that like they're cheap and sure. t-shirts 25 bucks each so 25 bucks for t-shirts can't go wrong yeah um and this is something unique and uh i just think it's cool and one of the other things i had a chat to toby on the phone the other day very very passionate guy about what he's doing um really really into it really interested in supporting the sport the other thing that he's doing he's also got a direct aid um sort of thing set up you often see companies saying oh, i'll donate you know one percent or, or yeah, yeah. point one of a percent point zero 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 one yeah. <laughs> thing with um out of try is they they promote i think it's uh five percent of each sale off the top not before tax or after tax or anything yeah. like that basically when you spend you know a hundred dollars or whatever with these guys i'm pretty sure it's five percent of that hundred dollars goes direct to to aid and it's going to Building the sport up in um, in Asia and sort of less privileged countries, cool, um, cool. and getting those sort of kids involved in the sport. So it's going back so. to our community in a way, which is good. We'd really appreciate you guys supporting this guy because we really like the stuff. And uh, well, and Christopher Day sent us for a photo. So I've got him on the website this week, and uh, we've had quite a few people actually sit through. Yeah, yeah, saying, "Oh, you should do this out of try stuff." So, so get onto it. It's yeah. uh, he's going to be over in Kona. He's got um, where he sells his stuff on his site. He also sells direct through his site, and he's yeah, he's going to be over in Kona. And uh, yeah, just get into it. It's really good stuff. Bring it. Anyway, uh, that's uh, product review center slash website of the week. week. <laughs> right, guys, so we've got an interview with Bella Cummerford coming up. We were going to have the interview with David about the bike uh, setup or more if to choose a tri-bike or a road bike, but I've just been editing the show and... Uh, the show would have been like nearly two hours long. So we'll put that in maybe over the next couple of weeks and uh, have Bella this week and look out for David's interview over the next couple of weeks anyway. So anyway, here's Belle. Righty-ho, so on, uh, on the line all the way from Switzerland today, we've got uh, Bella Comerford, who's a six-time Ironman winner, recently won uh, Ironman UK, and a good friend of the show. She's been down in Christchurch for several of our summers. The pink lady, isn't she? The lady in pink. So uh, welcome along to the show, Bella. Hi, nice to hear your voices again. Um, yes, I um, have spent quite a bit of time in Christchurch, and I think, are you interviewing me from the QE2? No, no. we're in their talk studios. <laughs> we're interviewing oh, you special, from... Oh, a special place, man. Very, <laughs> yeah, very special Yeah, it's really nice to hear your voices. Place. Good. So, obviously, we know you pretty well, but uh, a lot of the listeners, the English listeners, and the we've got to be careful, English, Scottish, Welsh, <laughs> all the, the UK listeners obviously know of you very, very well. Um, but you, I remember the first time I saw your face was actually when I was in the UK, and I was out of the triathlon scene for a couple of years, and I just I happened to be getting the UK 220 triathlon magazine, and then um, I saw this girl on the cover, and she'd won Ironman Florida, and I hadn't heard of her before. And there was a big, um, big article in, inside the magazine all about your background, which I thought was quite interesting. So, how did it all start for you? Because it wasn't really that you came from uh, like a swimming, a biking, or a running background. It was a little bit different, wasn't it? Yeah, I have come from a little bit of a different background. I think it's a, it was a great background, a healthy background, and I, I got to experience many different things. And I think it's helped me to become the sort of, um, quite strong-minded, almost sort of aggressive person that I am. Um, because I've worked I've, all along my life, I've been with horses until at the age of 17, and I think um, 
they help you to become quite a strong person because they're a big strong animal and also it helped me to get my hands dirty being out there every day working with them um, but within the horsey world I did compete just as short jumping cross country with them until my mum and dad ran out of money and they really couldn't afford <laughs> to do that with me anymore but within them uh, I did um, modern pentathlon um, but actually more it's called tetrathlon so it's um, modern pentathlon without the fencing so I did a bit of running, swimming, shooting and horse riding and I actually represented Scotland a couple of times at that sport and, and did really well but I'd never come from anything specific like some people have come from a real swimming background or a running background or something I've just come from a general a general background of a few things which I think has been healthy for me and um, I've learned lots but um, I think if I took my childhood again I'd like to have come from a swimming background because yeah. I have struggled with my swimming up to, up till up till very recently and well, like, maybe I just yeah. how to learn how to what, what the hell did Sorry? you what did you do in UK yeah, and you smegged it I was very impressed with that <laughs> swim you must have been stoked yeah. when you came out of the water well, I didn't. I mean, when I come out, when you come out of the water with cold swim, you don't really know what's happening or where, what's, where people are, what your time is, or anything. But um, yeah, I realised quite quickly on the bike that I'd had a really good swim. Um, the reason for that was because um, I had been injured for a few months going into Ironman UK, and for the six weeks prior to Ironman UK. Um, we decided that I should stop biking and running to try and get rid of the injury and actually it was very hard to, to deal with for me because I mean <laughs> this is what we do we swim we bike and we run and yeah. I couldn't bike or run and I was really wanting to I had a race schedule for this year and suddenly I thought oh I don't know when my next race will be and I don't know when I'm next going to be training properly and it really devastated me but for a couple of days I was yeah I was a mess but quickly I managed to get my head together and decided okay it's actually not the end of the world okay I might miss a few races um, but there is other races all the time later on in the year and next year so I'll just do all the little things I can do while I'm injured and that meant I could swim I couldn't even water run because I hurt my leg to water run but mm. um, I swam and I ended up swimming about nine kilometers a day for, wow. for quite a long time and um, that gave me a turn around in my swim and I've developed a bit of strength, a bit of strength in my arms and mm. um, it made a ton of difference at Ironman UK. Obviously, you go, Bevan, all you've got to do is go swim like every day, day every day, sweet. loving it. <laughs> hey, so um, when you first started out in triathlon, what were some of the lessons you picked up early on? Can you say that again, sorry? When you first started out as a triathlete, what were some of the lessons that you really picked up kind of earlier on in the piece? Hmm, um, I think that... I learned very quickly that a lot of hard work and perseverance really pays off. I've never given up whenever I've hit a time where it's been a bit more difficult. I've just kept going and um, and in the end things come, your dreams can come true and um, I really believe that. Um, and I just, I, like even in a race if you're having a hard, if I've had a hard time, I, I try not to give up I try and get through to the finish line because it's amazing what can how things can turn around during even a race mm. so perseverance and determination yeah, and what sort of made you decide to give a, a crack professionally I mean obviously you, you've already started and did a few races and then sort of thought oh I'm, I'm pretty decent at that at this but um, was was there anything in particular that you thought oh bugger this I'm going to give it a really good uh, really good go and put everything on the line yeah, I mean, um, 
I did, I, I mean, when I first was introduced to swim, bike, run, triathlon, um, I just did this, like, the sprint distances. I was, I was a junior, um, but along the way I met different cultures that could see I had a bit of determination and I don't really think I had much talent but they could see I had some determination <laughs> and they just helped me along the way and I started doing Olympic distances races and I competed in Scotland and then in the UK and then I went across and did the world as an age grouper and I, I mean it's all Olympic distance but I, I was I was learning quite quickly that I was struggling with the with it because I was always coming out of the water so far behind and I was just it was it was so demoralizing because I could just never really catch up to the I mean even though I was, maybe had the, the similar bike run as the fastest athletes I was just never there because I would come out of the water so far behind mm. um, so I met with my um, Brett Sutton at that day um, a few years on and he I trained with him for a while he actually noticed that I had a bit of a a talent maybe for the longer stuff and it's always been my dream to go to represent Scotland at the Commonwealth Games so I, I, I made the team and I went oh, oh yeah but, but actually that was my last Olympic distance race that I've done and from that day on um, I, um, I did a long distance racing and I the following week after Commonwealth Games I went down to the French Alps to Emberman Ironman mm -hmm. and um, I don't think I actually even knew what an Ironman was but um, Brett sent me to this race <laughs> and um, I just went all day as hard as I could <laughs> and um, I actually won and I won by I beat the course record the long standing seven year course record by 11 minutes wow. so I think that was very encouraging for me I think from that point on I was like oh wow I can be good at something and yeah. um, I really enjoyed I really enjoyed discovering that and it really motivated me to do more and I think that was that year I went on to win Ironman Florida for the first time too. Nice. Well, pretty good first year. Mm. Hey, um, so I'm in UK, you, you won it. Do you want to just give us an uh, overview of the day? Well, I went in, I think I've just, well, like I just said, I've been injured going into the race um, for about three weeks going into the race. I did begin to bike and run again. Um, I was... I just built it up gradually and it was not the normal preparation going into an Ironman. I think most people would like to ride their bike and run more than I did. Mm. Um, so yeah. I had to, I, had, I went in with a different attitude. I, I thought, right, um, I'll, I'll try and make a podium and I'll just try and do a good job. I was actually just really excited to be able to be on the start line because I didn't even think I would be there. And it's amazing what the injury did to me. I think it, it humbled me. It brought me down to earth. It, it made me realise how much I loved doing triathlon and and racing. And um, for it to for that to be taken away from me for a minute was was really hard. So I was just really excited to be there. I, I seemed to also be very calm, and um, I wasn't particularly nervous because I just thought, right, I've just got to get round and just just try and make a podium. I'm sorry, I have to pause one second. Someone nice tried to cut the grass, and I need to shut this door. Let's <laughs> go. Sorry. Oh, um, so yeah, I was just, I was just relaxed, and I think that was a great state of mind to be in. <laughs> um, I think it helps. And um, yeah, there's a swim we got in the water, and they held us in the water for um, about 20 minutes before the gun oh, went off yeah. because they were just waiting for all the, the everyone to get in. But the pros were sent out first, so it ended up we were hanging around in this water for yeah 20 minutes, and wow. it really chilled everyone down, which wasn't a great start, but. Yeah. Um, I managed to cope with it okay and 
off I went, spinning my arms around as hard as I could. And <laughs> yeah, I seemed to make a group and hung on to the back of it. And um, like, yeah, I had a great swim and um, it put me in a position where like I wasn't miles back for a change. And um, I think that made me quite excited. But at the same time, my plan was to be steady all day and, and not to get excited because the injury I've had, it's not been, it's not great for it to go out hard. It needs a good sort of, a good bit of time to get going so that it feels okay but so I did try and stick to that and but it seemed that I was eating up the people in front of me even though I was at my steady speed mm. and I just stuck to being steady all day and um, I was in the lead from about mile 20 to mile 100 and I felt like I was really just flying along and I was enjoying myself I was singing to myself and just enjoying <laughs> being there um, but then I got a surprise at 100 miles when this girl um, I didn't know who she was, but now I know that her name is Karen Gerber from Switzerland, and she rolled past me, um, and I, I don't know, she's like a, a girl from a different planet, It was she was moving, she was very, very strong, yeah. and there was no way I could go with her, so I just let her go and decided that I had to just concentrate on what I can do. But it upset me because I was like, oh, God, I'm in the lead and this could actually be my day and someone's messing it up. <laughs> um, so I was a little bit mad. <laughs> but um, then I got off the bike and um, I seemed to have my running legs just just right from the first step, even I was, which surprised me because I hadn't done much running going in, as I said. And um, But off I went and... Um, by mile five, I caught the girl who passed me like a mad woman on the bike, and yeah. um, I was in the lead from there on again. And um, it was a great feeling because I could sense that, yeah, I could possibly win this. And if I just got to get myself to the finish line in a in a fast and going, just trying to go as fast as possible without the, the girls behind catching me. And um, I managed to do it and um, to win Ironman UK, being British, to win in your home country for mm. anyone, I think is just very, very special. And um, the support I got was amazing. And um, I'm just very, very happy and proud to have done that. You, you must have had uh, mixed feelings in terms of on the guy side of things. You had a fellow Scotsman on the, the podium there in first place, but Stephen wasn't too far off uh, taking his first one as well. Yeah, we both had a great day. We both earned a bit of money, and it was just a very positive day for both of us. And yeah, that's Stephen's best result to date. So that was great. And um, I did, did hear along the run that. Sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. Could you close the door for me, please? Sorry. Um. Um. Yeah. So I was getting some information along the way that Stephen was. Um, like in contention, like he was, he was, he caught Ryan and was in the lead with Scott, and um, that was very, that was a great feeling for me. And, and but yes, yeah, I mean, I was happy for Scott Nigelli to win because yeah, he's a Scotsman from the same area as me, so it's, it's amazing. But um, it would have been even more amazing. And I know that his Stephen's day will come. He's training. He gets stronger every day and um, his mental attitude towards everything that we do is is amazing and perfect and strong and um, you've just got to keep working away and well, he needs to be... get a bit more weight on those legs those little chicken legs of his <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know <laughs> I know he's, he, yes he's got skinny legs but um, <laughs> he's done everything he can to keep them to get them stronger <laughs> um, yeah he's he's doing really well and um, and he's got to be happy with a second place. Mm. And he shouldn't be disheartened by that.
So you're, you're currently part of a bit of a, a training squad over there in Switzerland. You sort of move around the place, sort of Team BB. Um, I haven't heard a huge amount about what you're actually you're doing there, but sort of maybe tell us a bit about Team BB and what it's sort of doing as a training group and what you're trying okay, to achieve. Okay, well, um, Team TBB is um, a new training group, a new team, professional organisation that's been, we've almost come up to a year old now um, Stephen and I were actually part of developing this team, um, we had a, like a brainstorming weekend with the actual manager of the team now and some other business ma- um, managers and a, a doctor and um, coaches and athletes as ourselves and we just got together and had a real brainstorming couple of days to try and decide what would make a good team and um, it's it's going from strength to strength and um, our part in the team is um, that we're a, tri- a professional triathlon team and um, it, the whole team is, um, is the head of the team is a bike franchise based out of Singapore and um, we well, we have many parts to this team. There's coaching and training. So we have coaches um, giving age group camps, training for different um, races in the year, like Hawaii and the 70.3 Singapore um, race coming up. There's been a training camp going into that. And um, there's also we have like um, we're supporting some Asian children. We're introducing triathlon to them and trying to. Um, show them what world-class triathlon is so that they can aspire to being world-class triathletes eventually obviously it's going to take time but we want to show that like it's it's more of an asian-based team and we want to help the asian children and we are the other part is that we're helping some underprivileged young children so um donating money um to the underprivileged children in asia yes so, um, it's a huge thing. So, so the athletes, you know, or the pro athletes, do you live and train together every day in this squad? Um, well, right now we're based in Lysin and we're all dotted over the village. We don't all live together. That would be hard going. Yeah, that would be hard going. <laughs> we train together um, every day, but, I mean, obviously, like, the boys train with the boys, the girls pretty much train with the girls, and yep. sometimes we don't all, all train a big group all the time. We all swim together, and um, it's just a great atmosphere. We're all very motivated, and... We've got similar, all got similar aims. We all, most of, there's a lot of Ironman athletes, which is great for me, and um, it, it's, a, it's a great environment for us to train out of. So one of the things about the group, I mean, um, we know some of the guys in there, you know, the, the Grangers and, and Hilary Biscay and Luke Dragster and people like that. You all, all of you seem to be racing an awful lot. Is is that more for the fact that you guys love racing or is that part of the, the coaching philosophy or is it purely just a financial reason that you need to keep racing regularly to keep money coming in? A bit of everything, really. We all love to race. That's our, I mean, we love to train. We love to race. And we also need to earn money. I mean, as we all know, there's not it's not the richest sport triathlon. So the way to earn a bit of money is to get out there and race and to win some money. But also, we all believe that it makes us fitter and stronger. I mean, every race we do, we get better, and um, that's the way forward. And I know that that works for me. So, is it? Have you got any sort of particular events you're trying to peak for, or are you trying to keep a nice, steady year sort of through the year and just be consistent? Um, well, for 
it's not, I mean, so everyone's a bit different. I mean, um, many of us are training, many of them are training for Hawaii, and that's the, that's the big thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we want someone out of our group to win Hawaii, and yeah. um, it will happen. Yeah. For me, um, yeah, it has, I've been entered for Hawaii, although I've actually, yesterday I pulled out of Hawaii, and I just don't feel that having had this injury for since I remember Brazil that it's my best run into that race and I, I can't afford to go there and come out of the top 10. I want to go there really like positive that I'm going to earn some money and yeah. I think the safest thing for me to do is to race and earn money and um, and just get strong again. I mean, yeah, I won Ironman UK but um, and I think I can win other races at the end of, this, of the year but um, I just... I don't think it's the best year for me again. Once again, to go into Hawaii, I've I've pulled out a few times along the way just because it hasn't <laughs> been right for me. But one of these days, I'll be there, and I think it'll be really good for me. What are some of the tips? You you obviously race a lot. What are some of the tips that you have for backing up Ironmans close together? And um, I think it's really important to be very fit and to be able to cope with the Ironman to begin with. Um, I think it. I mean, obviously, I'm a full time athlete and. Um, I'm able to put in lots of hours to be very fit for the Ironman. Um, I think if you're not so fit and you do the Ironman, it can, it's, it's, it's much harder on your body, obviously. Um, for me, to back up the races, one, be fit, and then next, two, next day after Ironman, you get moving, you don't rest, you don't tell yourself you're tired. Um, I have no time to be tired, but I have to <laughs> get moving Welcome and get ready jungle. for the next thing. <laughs> um, so I just, I mean, I don't go crazy on myself, but I get in the water as, as soon as possible, and I swim a bit, and I walk a bit the next day, or walk to run whatever the legs are up to, and get on the bike and just keep moving. Just, It's a bit like if you leave a car out, an old car outside in the rain, it'll rust up very quickly, so <laughs> yeah. best to Keep it moving. <laughs> I hope you're taking note of this, Bevan. Oh, obviously, you're not. Yeah, I'll be taking note, don't worry. <laughs> um, so the training you're doing at the moment, are you typically really focusing on doing really big volume training or is this, um, are you really focusing on doing lots of really shorter quality workouts or is it you know volume, volume, volume sort of stuff? Mm, it's not a ton of volume for me right now. I mean, yeah. it's really weird. I haven't honestly trained properly for a few months now because of this injury. So, um, I mean, I'm just doing short. I, I swim. I'm swimming a lot. Um, and it's not a ton of volume and it's not a ton of intensity. It, it's medium. Yeah medium hours I would say I mean right now I'm doing decent rides like four hours on the bike already since Ironman UK and running I've just been introducing it slowly quite a lot of water running since the race and nice. um, I'm beginning just to like because I'm actually racing Singapore half this weekend so I, I, I'm going to do a bit of a, a decent run today but just just a bit to sort of spark my legs up, keep them firing. But I'm getting on a flight first thing tomorrow morning, so I wouldn't want to be doing too much today. I'm just trying to keep healthy and keep some life and get some life in the legs this weekend. And um, we've got a couple of more controversial questions for you. Um, yeah. What, what do you think in terms of drafting? You know, there's obviously a lot of controversy in terms of whether it should be five meters, seven meters, ten meters. What's sort of your preferred draft uh, draft zone that you'd like to see sort of standardised across all Ironmans? Um, I'm really anti-drafting for the Ironman races. If it's non-drafting, then um, I I don't want to see drafting happening. Um, I enter non-drafting races because it works better for me. Um, I'm a strong cyclist, and I 
I, I don't need to sit behind someone and um, I get mad if I see a girl sitting behind or in a group because it's <laughs> happened to me in races before mm -hmm. and and they sit in a they sit, sat in a group and then in the run they they get past you even though I ha I mean I I try not to let them get me on the run even but I've been out sprinted on the finish line by someone that was sitting in a group and made up tons of time in the run and it, it's it's maddening and I would love to see the ten meter rule um, I mean yeah. or the or the stagger rule it can work really well um, in diff in some courses it was great at Ironman UK because the course was tough it, it was hilly and it, it's an, it's very difficult to draft really so I was really happy at Ironman UK to see no drafting at all Good. So what about um, the drug issue in the sport do you think there is much or much uses of, of drugs? If so, yeah. um, I think it, I definitely think it exists and that's something else I'm absolutely completely anti and I get really mad if I hear that there's, there's people out there on drugs that have been racing and get paid. There's not enough drug testing in the sport. I, I don't get drug tested enough. And it, How many health do you get tested? Um, very, like, there's nothing standardised. There's no, I don't get randomly checked, um, like, out of competition. Um, and even at the races, it's not done enough. I don't know... It's just like Ironman UK, no drug testing. I've raced Ironman Florida for the past five years. Not once have I been drug tested, um, and it's a disgrace. There is drug. There is people out there that are taking drugs, and um, and I, when I have to race people like that, I give them absolutely not even a single smile. I don't shake their hand on the podium if, they, if I've known they're taking drugs. Oh dear. Mm. No, it's the way it should be. We don't, uh, we don't yeah. like that no. sort of stuff. But on to more positive... No We're good kids, we are. We're good kids down here. On to more positive <laughs> stuff, just in terms of your, um, your personal sort of training, do you train with the heart rate monitor and power meter and sort of tools like that, or is it um, pretty much based on, on sort of how you feel and perceived effort? Uh, it's all on feel, really. I don't need a heart rate monitor. Um, the only thing I, I do use that's got a battery inside it is um, I use a bike computer. I have an Ergamol and I love it. Um, I use it mainly for the cadence, the speed and the time. I don't actually watch the watts or the power as much. Yeah. Um, I'm quite a simple person and I like that. I don't like too many numbers. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Like that sounds really bad. I love the honesty. I just, I just like things nice and simple and... Um, I just train my legs to be very strong and very fast and um, when you do it so when you as you know when you train so much you just get a, re a really good feel for what you're doing and um, I, I don't feel a need for anything else apart from my bike computer actually I, I must say I can't ride my bike without the computer on because <laughs> riding on my bike's boring without my ergamol. <laughs> <laughs> All you need to do is you need to get yourself an iPod like and just listen to Iron Man to us, listen to us when you're on your on your well, training rides and you'll be fine. Maybe a good idea. Yeah, there we go. Hey, so a couple of weeks out, or maybe ten weeks out from your peak race, what are some of the key workouts you really like to get in when you're not injured? Yeah, when you're not injured. Um. I love to make sure that I get my um, my five-hour rides in. Um, I like to get my three-hour runs in. I think it's really important to um, have the, the volume and, and do your training for the Ironman, so I think it's really important so your body is prepared to do that. Um, I swim over... 3.8k every morning, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and we do a lot. I do a lot of pace work. Um, I practice running at the speed that I'm going to be running at in the race and faster, 
um, and same on the bike. Mm. There's nothing specific that I do that um, I can't think of a single one single session that is something I have to do before a race. I just, I mean, I'm training for an Ironman and I make sure that I'm ready for the day when it comes. Bring it on. It's what, what is Sorry, your favourite? I haven't got anything specific. No, that's okay. But one of the things I noticed when you were down here in Christchurch, you do it. You you don't muck around. You know, when you're going out training, you that's know, right. When you're training with Bella, you know about it. You, you, you go out there and you, you're running to, especially with the running. That's a little bit of what I did with you. Is, is you're running at race pace um, for your long runs. Um, and that's something I think a lot of people maybe sometimes go a little bit too easy on some of their longer stuff. But anyway, in terms of your, your favourite races, um, what's your sort of favourite race out there and, and what's perhaps the hardest race you've ever done? Um, well, Ironman Florida has been very special for me. I mean, to won that race four times and I'm going to go back and try and do it again this year. And so that's been really special for me. I enjoy that race. Um Ironman UK was very special for me too. One of the hardest races, um, well, half Ironman UK this year was really hard. It was so hilly. But, <laughs> we um, em- <laughs> Embermann Ironman in France, it's not one of the um, official Ironman races, but that was, that's a really tough day. We go up, you climb one of the um, calls that the Tour de France goes up, it's called the Yard and... Um, that's just one of the climbs in the in the day, and that is a very tough course. So I think that every race is pretty tough because of the distance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's all the same. Hey, so what are some key points that you could maybe give to some of our listeners? A lot of we've obviously got a lot of age group listeners. What are some key points that you've learned over the years that maybe could help them out? Um, well, it's really. I think it's really important to enjoy what you're doing and not to stress out too much. Like, um, just enjoy every session. And um, if you're struggling that one day, then it's okay. We all have hard days at the office. Um, you do the best you can in that session and move on to the, um, move on. Go home, have a nice dinner, have a good night's rest, and start again next day on the next session that you have planned and if you do your best in every session every day then results come and like I, like what I just said again like just because you're not holding the pace that you planned in that session it's not the end of the world you you just do the best you can and try and do the, the pace you're supposed to do but sometimes it doesn't happen and um, it, that's okay we're human beings and um, you just do your best every day. And Keep a it. smile on your dial. Keep a smile on the dial. Yeah. It's the one. When you're smiling. <laughs> <laughs> so it's also important. Yeah. Um, sorry, one more thing. Just to, to, I think it's great to always have a race just around the corner because it keeps you motivated. It keeps you, um, it helps you to have something to work towards, and that's really motivating. Yeah, true. So, what's the um, the plan for the rest of the year for Bella? And um, you've said you're not doing Hawaii this year, but further down the track, is that is that sort of the pinnacle for you of going to Hawaii and winning? Um, well, I. I've just pulled out of Hawaii. Sorry, can you repeat that question? Well, uh, there's a two-part question. So, if it, yeah. break it down, did you? I, mean, I should break it. <laughs> break it so, down. So, Hawaii for you, you're not doing it this year, but um, you know, is that sort of the the ultimate goal for you to go there and, and win that one day, or or have you got sort of other higher goals? Well, there isn't much higher than that, but where does Hawaii <laughs> sit for you? Yeah, sorry, I just um, it's some, sometimes it's difficult to hear on the phone. Um, yeah, I mean, one day I want to be really successful at Hawaii, and I really don't don't see why I cannot win that race. I have to do some more practicing in the heat because I don't think that's my um, 
something that comes easy for me racing in the heat but I really believe that if I'm fit then I can be really successful there but I won't I'm not going to go there um, when I'm not 100% um, but for the rest of the year well this weekend we're um, there's a group of us from the team racing a 70.3 in Singapore and um, it's just going to be a really good weekend for us because um, there's lots of team TBB athletes racing there and we're going to um, show our uh, our logo to the to the to Singapore and to the world hopefully and yes. um, then we're going to go on to our training base in Asia and I will be training for Ironman Florida and I would like to finish off the year with something else in December but I'm not 100% sure yet what that will be come down to New Zealand and do Challenge Wanaka in there January there you go you take it out. <laughs> um, so tell us about your sponsors. You obviously got some good supporting sponsors behind you, and uh, you know, give them some love. Okay, well, thank you to all my sponsors. I couldn't do it without any. Uh, I couldn't do the sport without you. Um, Team TBB, Cervelo, Saucony, um, Blue Seventy, Wetsuits, um, and. Thank you very much. Yeah, we love the Blue 70 boys. Yeah. They look after us. Yeah, just, they're great. Just, just on the sponsor side of things, like, is it, how do you find, obviously it's a pretty tough sport to make your money in, is it hard to get actually cash or does it, you do, can you able to get cash from your sponsors? Um, most of my sponsors are just product only, but um, I have some of my sponsors, there are bonuses for doing my yeah. good, like the good results I get good bonuses from them mm. um, financially I just I try and win my money really mm. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. um, I mean I, support, I I do have a manager from the UK who helps Stephen and I to um, make a living out of this as well yeah. nice that's pretty great. Well, all the very best. By the time this does go on air, um, we will have seen how you've gone in Singapore, so hopefully we'll be able to report a really solid result there. And, but one, uh, th- one thing we must say to listeners, we'll probably say this in our, in, in our is that, Bella, you're a hard-ass, aren't you? You, you? There's no mucking around. Yeah. We love that about you. So, <laughs> no, and you, no and you let people know when there's they're not no pulling every day. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And there's no chatting on training sessions and no. when I'm around. <laughs> you're the boys on um, no, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I I like to work, train hard, but um, just, I like to. Does that to motivate you, or it just frustrates you and other people? Like, does it motivate you? You know, does it just bring something out in you that makes you better, or is it more you just get frustrated with other people? <laughs> Um, it's inside me to be just pretty determined and um, making sure that I do all all the little things right. I don't like cheating myself. Yeah. Um, I don't like it when people are soft around me. It, it makes me a bit um, frustrated, and um, I think it helps to fuel my fire when I see softness around me, actually, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you definitely push it. I like it. Well, all the very best for the rest of your season. Say hello to Stephen from us, and um, we look forward to following you on... Uh, Bring it on. on more success. Ironman races, and um, yeah, we'll uh, hopefully catch up with you at a race sometime soon. Yeah, thanks very much. Thanks for taking the time to want to speak to me. Thank oh, you. No problem. Pleasure. So, first of all, we have Coffees of Hawaii. We've got Athletes First this week. Athletes First. Yep. Uh, one thing you're just going to look out for in Athletes is a few new things coming up. Uh, especially for if you're involved in a local local tri club or anything like that, there's going to be a few tools coming up for tri clubs and also uh, vendors over the next few weeks. So so keep checking back on there. Oh, that sounds like a really cool idea. Yeah. Eh? So it's sort of grouping things together and you can community see stuff to actually. Okay, nice. 
So looking forward to that. Um, if you haven't already signed up to Athlinks, get on there, athlinks.com. There's over 20,000 members now. And remember, if you haven't, uh, if they don't have your races on there, you just need to submit them, and they generally take you know maybe three, three or four days to get the res- results up there. And that's the main thing. I mean, I'm, I'm all into all this community stuff and interacting on the net. But the best, no, you're not. But the, but the, but the one, I am. Devin is. But the one thing I really like about Athlinks is a place to store all your results from all the different races uh, and compare yourself against others. So I like that side of things. Yeah, no, it's definitely it's a great place to catch up with your mates. Um, Coffees of Hawaii. Now, now, Albert, listen to me. You need to be selling coffee chips. Yeah. That's, that's what I think. Coffee bean chips, because after last week's, what was it, the green bean, the dark roast that we made, I was fired up. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the next product. Product of the month. <laughs> product of the month. Coffees of Hawaii for all your coffee needs. Um, Remember, if you haven't already signed up to their coffee club, sign up there and you'll get informed of any discounts they might have coming up. And remember that that shipping around the world is now much cheaper. And the coffee was amazing, eh? Because I actually made some coffee from the beans and... Oh, Good gold stuff. That, that's gold. Gold. <laughs> gold. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Coffees of Hawaii. Um, what else was I going to say about Coffees of Hawaii? Just it's great stuff. That's what it really is. So, yeah. Trybuys.com. Trybuys.com. For all your online needs and... The site is now live. Yep. One thing we do just need to say is the site is live, and they've had a few issues in terms of getting their pricing right for international shipping. Yep. So just bear with them. The key thing is the only people that really know about trybuyers.com are you guys that are listening. Yep. Um, so what they really want is feedback. You know, If you go on there and there's something wrong, just pop them an email and, yep. uh, and let them know that's what they're, they're there. They want to get better, and from October time, they want to have everything sort of yeah. ship in shape and running smoothly, so, so give them some feedback. We are their soft launch, aren't we? Exactly. But check it out. It's a really good website. They've, you know, they've got everything covered. The product they've got on here is just the top stuff, isn't it? And if you're a new listener, the Blackwell wheels are still up there. You can enter there. You just need to sign up to their um, sort of mailing list. Have a few of you took advantage of the special last week? Yes, last week there was a 20% off special. Mm. No longer going. No, so remember that. And that's about it. So our sponsors are? Athlinks.com. Beautiful. Um, Trybuys.com. And? Coffeesofhawaii.com. That's right, coffee chips, trust me. Um, what am I up to? I'm out the door and I'm going for a ride. He's giving me, he's giving me the hurry up. <laughs> no, just give it a minute, mate. This, people like this part of the show. There'll be somebody waiting. Yeah, at, well, at you, co- five minutes, you'll be right. Oh, how long does it take me to ride to PMH from here? It's five minutes. Okay. Okay, so anyway. So well, what are you out to for a week, John? Well, I'm, about to, I'm about to go out the door for my ride before the suddenly storm comes through. Snow down to 100 metres oh, today, really? apparently. Oh, no. <laughs> so I'm trying to squeeze in a ride. Training officially started yesterday. Same. I'm doing a half marathon. Good. Yep. yep. And uh, I went to the gym yesterday. Oh, back it up. My legs are very sore. So Why'd you go to the gym? I've started a weights program. Where'd you, where'd you go? Uh, QE2. Oh. What about Les Mills? <laughs> go to a real gym. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What are you up to? What have I gone for the week? Well, um, set up my half marathon training. I can, I'll give you some tips for that. Not now, but I'll give you some tips. Okay, because you're rushing. Yeah. Um, what else have I got on? <laughs> I'm trying to delay the frustration. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's the other thing we're gonna do. Actually, before we go, on the website, Bevan is going to put up all the. Uh, oh, am I? Yep. Oh, I got more work. All the. Com- oh, true. Entries. The competition entries. So okay. We've got Two, four, six, eight. Actually, the guys that we just want to make sure we have got everybody's. Um, so, Crescendo Dasa, we got yours. Nick Mathers, we got yours. Chance Barber, we got two from you, which is great. Mel James, uh, we got yours. Roland Young, got yours. Gareth Scobie and Andy Payne. Okay. If anybody has sent one in um, and we don't have, we haven't read out your name, flick it in just so we can check um, and we can decide on who's going to win that. And make sure you do link them all up through Athlinks. 
You know what I'm excited about? What? The Warriors. Oh, yeah. The Rugby League, that's what I'm looking forward to this weekend Good. because the Warriors, the New Zealand Rugby League team, they're doing quite well in the NRL, which is the Australian Rugby League competition. Vatu Vai's out, though. I know, but it's okay because Wiki's back. Good. Yeah, so I'm pretty excited about that. Other than that, I'm just living a Vita Loca. And then we've living got this crazy life. The Cup starts on Saturday. The Rugby? Yeah, yeah. This is Saturday? Yep. Wow. Oh, now we've got some banter going. Mm. We're going to dominate everyone. Aussies. We're going to dominate the Sojo. In the Poms, mm. the Frenchies. Everyone's going downtown. The All Blacks can take it home. Mm. we better talk it up. Righty ho. Iron Rath. Oh, no, hold on. E- email questions to uh, I'm at talk at gmail.com. John's coaching website. CoachJohnNewsom.com. Anybody wants to order any jerseys, you've got to get them oh, by yep. Sunday yep. to our email address. Don't and email us next week saying, oh, I missed out. Is there any chance? This is it. It ain't going to happen. Yeah. Um, anything else? Anything else? Anything else? Click on an ad. Um, That's about it. Buy us a beer. Next, Go to the All Blacks. Next week, I think we might have Hayden Woolley on the show, I think. Oh, really? I think, oh, I think good it might stuff. be next week or, or the week after. Oh. So we've got a few more interviews coming up. Oh, man. And I'm out the door. This is it. Okay, here we go. Iron Rusts. I'm in Train hard. Train smart. Kia kaha. Beautiful.